Free Period is a podcast of First Baptist Watauga Student Ministry. For more information about First Baptist Watauga, you can check us out at fbcwatauga.org. Hello and welcome to Free Period, the weekly break you want to take. I'm Kevin Skinner, the Associate Pastor and Student Pastor here at First Baptist Watauga. And I'm Nathan McKendry, your Young Adult Minister and Assistant Student Minister also here at First Baptist Watauga. And this week we will be answering the question, what is a frenemy and should I have one? But before we get to that, I'm going to give Nathan another word or phrase from the 1800s, the good old Victorian era, and uh, we're going to see if you can figure out what this word or phrase is. Okay. So the phrase that I have for you today is sauce box. It's two words with a hyphen in between sauce and box. Sauce box. You have intentionally chosen a harder one. I did indeed. Yes. (sighs) I tired of me guessing it. Yes. I I wanted you to get one wrong for a change. Hmm. I'm going to assume it's not referring to um, like ketchup packets from Whataburger um, because I don't think Whataburger was around yet. But I'm going to guess sauce box is a negative thing. Like, oh, man, I've really gotten myself into a sauce box now, like a like a predicament. Okay. All right. So sad. Do you feel good? Which makes me feel better. All right, good. Yes. Uh, so sauce box is just another word that people used for your mouth. So like, I'm going to go ahead and put this sandwich into my sauce box right now. That's weird. <laughs> Glad we don't or, say that one anymore. Or, you know, you don't ever keep your sauce box closed, do you? Don't ever keep your sauce box. Keep your sauce box closed. Yep. <laughs> Just like like so pie weird. hole. P- people oh, say okay. pie hole. Yeah, yeah but sauce I can box. understand that one because pies go in. But sauce, sauce goes in your mouth. But not by itself. Hot sauce. I mean, it's such a. <laughs> I've never thought of my mouth as a box. Neither have I. But it's, it's Victorian that's neither people here nor weird. there. <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and get to today's question and not not hunker down on sauce box. What is a frenemy? And should I have one? Yeah. So I think, first off, we just need to answer that question of what is a frenemy by giving just the basic definition. And this is the basic definition that I found online for what is a frenemy. So uh, let me just uh, give some easy instructions for whoever asks this question. Uh, Google is your friend. Hmm. uh, And you can easily find out some of these these answers uh, to... Uh, to these questions just by Googling. All right, but what is a frenemy? A frenemy, uh, by definition, is someone that you would consider to be a friend, but you also have uh, potentially a dislike or a rivalry between them. Hmm. And, and I think I think for when I think of a frenemy, I, I don't necessarily think of someone that's a friend that you have this dislike. I really think more along the lines of, friends that have a rivalry uh, with one another. Uh, So let me ask you, Nathan, can you think of any, maybe any relatable frenemies that that we would have in pop culture to give us a better picture of uh, frenemy relationship? Absolutely, I can. Uh, The two characters that most prominently come to mind are Gimli and Legolas from Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yep, Gimli is a dwarf, and Legolas an elf, and uh, really in all of the the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings stuff, you you find that um, for various reasons that we won't go into, uh, dwarfs and elves are kind of at odds with one another. Um, 
it's true. Uh, more enemies than than frenemies. Um, but in you know Lord of the Rings, when they're they're having to kind of team up, both a dwarf and an elf accompany Frodo on his journey, and uh, you see they're kind of they're almost a playful rivalry play out. And and by the end of the uh, the series, you find they've actually become really good friends. I think they even right. call each other friends at, at one point, at least in the movies. And uh, but they're they're always you know they're while they're on the battlefield and, and killing orcs, they're like counting up to try and compete with one another how many orcs they right. can kill. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. there, there's definitely a, a rivalry there, but they're obviously also very good friends. So they kind of start more as, as enemies and, and have a huge dislike for each other. But by the agree. end of the series, they are good, good friends. So Yeah, I would I would completely agree with that. Yeah. Uh, Do you and, have any, uh, yeah. any pop culture analogies? I do, yeah, especially as we think about uh in the uh, along the same lines as as Gimli and Legolas who kind of really started out more as enemies and you see that transition throughout the right. throughout the movies of them becoming more of frenemies where they have this friendship and healthy rivalry with one another uh and, and then by the end they're they're really friends uh i would say uh on the smaller screen uh, Dwight and Jim from yes. The Office. Fantastic. Uh, so, You're right. You're totally right. Yeah. So Jim and Dwight, I mean, even in the opening episode, at the very beginning it starts with uh, Jim having put Dwight's stapler in Jello, <laughs> And, of course, Dwight is upset about that. And so that kind of kicks off this idea that Dwight and Jim are enemies with one another. And in fact, there is even an episode where Dwight talks about Jim being his enemy and a friend of my enemy is, is an enemy to me as well. And, and so (laughs) Dwight talks about Jim being his enemy, but uh, throughout the series, similar to Gimli and Legolas throughout the series, it becomes more of a friendship with one another. They still get on each other's nerves. There's still this maybe even dislike uh, between one another. And there is a rivalry uh, in maybe even moving up some in the company. But but throughout the series, they become more friends. And you can see that, that even though they dislike each other there is this they care for each other too mm-hmm. uh and by the end of the series i think uh they've got more of a friendship than a an enemy type relationship with one another now so you even had dwight like save jim at one point from getting punched and then jim right. spent like a whole episode trying to uh like pay him back for that mm-hmm. yeah but by the end he's the bestest mensch yep that's right such a sweet moment. That's right. Uh, so, uh, all right. Well, we we we've, yeah. <laughs> let's get off the pop culture references. Do do we see any frenemies in scripture? I think that that'd be a a little more exegetical. We could come up with some answers. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a great question. So I I I think that we actually do see some frenemies in scripture, okay. in, in the sense of of what we've already established in the sense of its friends that have a rivalry and and not just, not just this basic friends that dislike one another. I would say friends that have a rivalry rivalry with one another. Um, And so I would point us to Luke chapter 22 verses 23, 24 through 30, 
Uh, and I would say that the disciples of Jesus uh, kind of had this frenemy type relationship with one another uh, because in Luke 22, 24 through 30, uh, the disciples who are friends with each other, right? They have this close relationship with one another in uh, because of their relationship with Jesus Christ. They've come together. They, they serve together. Uh, they follow the Lord together, and yet we see that there's this somewhat of a rivalry between them because they're arguing over uh, who is the greatest among them. Uh, and, and so we do see this frenemy-type relationship. What are your thoughts? Yeah, that's a that's a great example. Um, I, I kind of hunkered down and, and got stuck with what you said about kind of combating that idea that— uh, yeah, you're you're talking about frenemies as you know friendship with a with a healthy rivalry involved, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But you're com- combating that idea of friends who dislike each other. And you see, when I think of friends who dislike each other, I think you're not friends. Right. You are faking it. And so if you're if you you know if you hate someone but you call them your friend, you are lying. Right. That is just absolutely. You're deceiving yourself, them, everyone involved. I mean, it's just not. Yeah, like friendship. I, you know. Yeah, I I just think that 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 definition of someone that you're friends with that you dislike, I just don't, I don't see that as a reality. I don't think that yeah. that's truly possible. I I wholeheartedly agree that you are someone in that relationship is being fake about it, and right. and you are not truly friends. Maybe one of the people in the relationship thinks that there's a friendship, but uh, if there's a true dislike on on from one of the parties then it's not a true friendship, and right. I would say it's not even a true frenemy. Uh, yeah. It's just a straight enemy. <laughs> You're just being fake. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So so I think the question for us to, to answer, uh, as we understand what this frenemy is, especially as we, we're sticking with this idea of a friend, frenemy being someone that we're friends with, that we, we more so have a rivalry with, is it okay to have a frenemy? Should we have a frenemy? Hmm. Um, I would say it's o- it's okay because well, yeah, it has to be okay. I think because sometimes circumstances dictate that for you, where you have a friend, but you'll be thrown into a rivalry because maybe you are. Um, well, for instance, like we'd have during my cross country days when we'd compete, we several of us would have friends that go to other universities mm-hmm. that we would race against but i was always eager to go find those people after the race and you know say hi how did you do or if they were any anywhere near me and i saw how they did you know good right. job um so in in on the race i was competitive with them they were they were a rival i didn't you know i wanted my team to be ahead of them mm-hmm. but ultimately they were still friends so i'd, I'd say so, sometimes circumstances will dictate that for you but ultimately i think you have to be careful to make sure the friendship is not being overshadowed by the rivalry. If the yeah. rivalry gets too big, then no, I don't think that. But but then I think we leave the frenemy because the rivalry right. is is a. Uh, I mean, it's straining the friendship. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I would say that I think that uh, having someone in our life that is a friend, but also maybe someone that we do have this healthy rivalry with, it can push us onto greater things. Uh, it can it can help us to to make us better. Uh, as we have people in our lives that challenge us, 
uh, it as we are challenged, it it causes us to strive towards becoming better ourselves. And, and in the you know realms of a rivalry, they may not intentionally be pushing us to make us better, but because especially if you talk about you know being a runner, mm-hmm. right? You have this rivalry with a friend that you're running against. Uh, you are going to naturally want to become a better runner if they are becoming a better runner so that you can continue to try and beat them and vice versa. Yeah, I, I watched this happen just, just a little while ago with, with Jonathan. I went to one of his cross-country meets and was cheering him on, and I noticed towards the end of the race he is he is alongside one of his teammates. Mm-hmm. And so I cheered both of them on because I, I want them both to, to work together. Once they Once they start racing each other a little bit, they both end up faster and they both end up finishing the race better than either one would have done by themselves. Right. You know, that's why teams are so important. So yeah, I fully agree. The rivalry can be healthy in order for our betterment. Right. Yeah. Uh, but like you said already, the rivalry can at times overshadow the friendship and that's when it can easily become an unhealthy thing when it starts moving from that mode of frenemy that mode of i've got a friendship with you and this competition this rivalry with you to where that the rivalry is overshadowing that friendship to a degree that it's destroying the friendship to a degree that uh really there is no longer any friendship you're just becoming enemies with one another uh, that's when it would be unhealthy to be in that situation because no longer is that relationship pushing you on to greatness. It is bringing something negative out in you. And that's what we see so many times uh, in our culture today with disagreements. When we're on opposite ends of the spectrum with ideas, with right. uh, with beliefs, uh, many times uh, our our disagreements, and we talked about this back in a, a former podcast about uh, just catch it belong on hash browns. We oh, talked yeah. about how our disagreements can cause us to uh, destroy friendships, and so uh, again, when that when that rivalry turns into a dislike for the other person, I would say, regardless of what the definition is that Google gave us, I would say when that. When that rivalry becomes an utter dislike for that person, you no longer are friends with them. And and that's a real, I think that is a problem in our culture today, that we have allowed disagreement and, uh, and, you know, just differences of opinions to uh, completely destroy friendships and relationships. Yeah, so then in that case, a frenemy, you can have one, provided that it's, constantly building you both up mm-hmm. so that you're not, and probably a good thing to emphasize is both of you, because if you are not both growing from it, right. then actually you're just a leech. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's, that's terrible. True. That's know. a great point. Yeah. So, I, but I think, you know, rival, or excuse me, a frenemy can be healthy if you are both growing from it and it's not degrading and corrupting, um, chiseling at your friendship. Right. In that case, it becomes unhealthy and destructive. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So a uh, question for you guys out there. Do you have any frenemies? Or uh, do you know of any frenemies in pop culture that uh, that we missed? 
Uh, maybe yeah. there's some in some movies or TV shows that you're watching. Well, we only named two, so hopefully you've got some yeah. examples. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Or uh, we'd love to hear from you about your thoughts on uh, the frenemy relationship that I talked about between the disciples, that they they kind of had this rivalry and yet they were friends. Um, so let us know your thoughts in the comments below. Uh, yeah. We'd love to hear from you. If you have any questions as well for us for future podcasts, let us know that as well. Yeah, just open up your sauce box and let us know. That's right. Way to bring that back. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it for this week's episode of Free Period. Join us again next week as we answer the question, what are your thoughts on politics? Bye. I hope that you enjoyed today's podcast, and I'd love to meet you in person. If you're a student between 7th and 12th grade, you can join us on Wednesday nights for midweek at First Baptist Lutaga. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. for growth groups and 10.50 a.m. for worship.